Hi, it's Carlene with Courses on Prayer. And I started this podcast because I took on a challenge to pray for five minutes every day for 30 days for someone. This month, uh, you guys, the learning is incredible, crazy. So today it's the 10th and it's 5 a.m. And I had to start this podcast now to just walk through it. Um, so I'm praying for a son and you know, it's the son I've been talking about. And this month it's been difficult. It seems like I can't dig into my prayers for this son. And it's just so frustrating because it's almost like the natural woman in me is going, did you not love him? Do you not even like him? You don't have anything for him. And then I was talking to somebody last night and they're doing the prayer challenge too. And they said, um, yeah, my prayers aren't really, you know, they're not so much. So I don't know that they're really going anywhere sometimes when they're praying in this prayer challenge. And I thought about that and I thought, huh, um, totally get it. Been there. Good with that. But here I am. I'm in the same kind of situation for a different reason. So I'm a little bothered that I'm into the 10th of the month and I'm going, why, Father? My prayers this morning, why, Father? Why can't my prayers flow? Why can't they flow like a stream of gifts for the sun? So I'm laying there in bed and I'm I'm going, my, my prayer this month, my prayer today is for the sun. And I'm telling Heavenly Father. And so then I start to pray for me and that's the beautiful thing about the prayer challenge is that you go where your heart is driven to go but you give it your five minutes so in that five minutes i'm going okay i can't i can't find it father so i begin to pray for myself for him if that makes sense so i'm like father i'm wanting to pray for the son but it's not flowing help me to see him as you do Help me to feel him as you do. Help me to understand him like you do. Then this question came into my mind, and that's what I'm talking about with the five minutes. We're giving five minutes. We're praying for five minutes. And sometimes in prayers, it means pondering. It means being still. It means looking at it from different angles. So then this question came to my mind, like that gentle flow, Tell me what you remember. Oh, and I went, oh, Father. And then I could see him. And I, and I told him, I said, I remember seeing him run outside when he would see his baby sister. He's got a baby sister and they're like a year apart. <clears throat> I said, Father, I remember seeing him run outside After he would see his baby sister heading to the trampoline, he would run outside and he would get down on his hands and knees next to the trampoline and she would climb on his back and stand up so that she was high enough to use him as a step to get onto that trampoline. I watched this precious boy do this and I'm telling father, I watched this precious little boy do this repeatedly for more than a year until she was big enough to do it for herself. Then I thought, I remember seeing him. I can visualize him, I can see him sitting on the hearth of the fireplace, 
watching everyone. He just kind of sat back and he watched everyone. He, he surveyed the room and he was just soaking it in. And sometimes he would be snickering or laughing to himself. He wouldn't engage. He just kind of did that. And I remember looking at him and I'm, I'm thinking he see, he sees things. He sees things. He's perception. He's perceptive. He's seeing things that that others are so involved in the in the moment that they don't see. He is sitting back and he sees things. What a gift, right? I saw those as teaching moments for me. I soaked those kinds of things in and went, "Wow, this is an amazing young man. He's teaching me these lessons all the time." <clears throat> I learned through those gestures, and I wished I was more like that in some ways. So I'm continuing, and I remember how he wanted to please others. <coughs> how he would go go play with his brothers and do things with his brothers that he didn't necessarily want to do, but he would do it, like be a goalie. He'd stand in the box and be a goalie. And <laughs> and he just he was out there to please, and then it hit me. Oh, Father... He wants to please people. And then I thought, help his heart to please the worthy today. Let his heart be shielded and turn to you. You know, that you are the only one he would want to please. So my heart began to turn like that. And then I started praying for him in those moments, you know, in that space, just like, you know, just simply praying, that's where my heart went is, ah, he wants to please people. Help his heart to be worthy. Help it to be shielded and turn to you. Help you be the only one he wants to please. And then it hit me. I've seen him as a kind boy, a good man. But I didn't see until now that he wants to please people. And that's from an earthly perspective. But I could see that from a godly perspective, what that means is he came to serve. This young, ah, I might get a little weepy, this young, beautiful man, he came to serve. He came to serve his God. Now, looking through his life, he's been a dedicated worker. He found his spot in hard work, and it's probably because as I was praying for him throughout the years, I saw that in him as a young man, as a teenager. When he got his first job, I saw, boy, he just gave it his all. So on the outside, you know, on the inside, he's giving it to his family, his baby sister. He's sitting back, and he's surveying, and he's watching, and he's caring, and he's going out and doing things with his brother, even though he doesn't want to do it. So I see this in his job, in the external. And it's so it's probably he found his de- work in being a, dedica- his de- a dedicated worker. And it's probably because I would say, you are one of the hardest workers I've seen. You're, you work harder than anybody else. And, that, and I would tell him, that's your thing. You're a hard worker. And he has, almost to a fault. He gives so much He works 60 hours, 70 hours a week um, at his job, but um, he's almost done it to a fault. He's never leveled out. It's never, 
he never went through that phase of leveling that out, knowing when to give and when not to give. He just gives without ceasing. And I am now seeing that this morning when I was praying. And that's what is beautiful with the five-minute prayer. When you dedicate your, your time to somebody, you start seeing things. You may have to come at it at a different angle. <coughs> but... He's not put his mind or his intelligence, his learning behind that to say it is enough. And now my heart is turning. I'm going, oh boy, I can see him. I can see him. And there's the miracle because I said, Father, let me see him. Father said, what do you remember? And I started remembering things. And then all of a sudden, oh, I see him. He wants to please people. From an earthly perspective, it's wanting to be a people pleaser, but maybe for this one, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, for this one, he came to serve. Um, we, We term the people pleaser thing in an earthly sense, and I'm not talking about it in an earthly sense. That could be where it turns. Being a people pleaser, as we term it in an earthly perspective, I would encourage to go re-examine, re-examine those people that have been quote-unquote people pleasers and see if they are servants, if they are servant-oriented. And I, so as I was, as I'm thinking this this morning, um, I realize my, at the time it wasn't an error, but now I can look back and I can see. I didn't teach him to channel how to use that because I saw it as great lessons. I didn't teach him, ah, but you need to know when to stop. I just enjoyed his goodness, but I never saw it as a way for him to get lost in it. So he needs direction on how to use his servant leadership. He needs direction, so now Ah, it's going to be so beautiful because my prayers are now going to turn to that. I shared with you before that they turned to that gap, that gap in that moment between when he was born. And I started going towards that gap and I still think it's there. So here we are, we have 20, 21 days left of the month. And that's the beauty is that now I can see, ah, I pray in that gap. I pray to go back to that gap, heal that gap. Now I'm seeing him as a servant leader. Now I need, I need to go in and I need to start saying things about that in my prayer. So now I've got this whole kind of agenda and this lots of opportunity, tw- 21 more days to pray for him in that area and, and the, the other areas I've been learning about him. <coughs> I remember him dressing up in, a co- in costumes. And at the time, I saw it as cute and funny, playful, and, I, and even a, hmm, what, what are you doing? But I was way off. So now it's, that's the beauty of the five minutes, is that you get to ponder in that. That's what it means to ponder, search, pray. So I get to ponder in that. Today, now I understand it as his way of making people happy. He was going the extra mile. That servant leadership was was trudging through. We we had some turmoil in our home. This was his way to bring laughter and joy and happiness without saying a word. But then, <clears throat> and then I sit here in silence at this 5 a.m. morning 
And I realized, you know, he never, in any of those years, he never faulted me for this short-sightedness that I'm saying today. And I get it, I didn't see it then, so I was doing my best job that I had at the time with the knowledge I had. But today, I'm looking at it going, ah, I see you. And now I'm, now I'm looking back because remember, Father said, tell me what you know. Tell me what you remember of him. So now I'm looking back and I realize, you know, he never snapped back at me. He never faulted me for not seeing, understanding, or noticing. And I'm not sure he even noticed. But see, that's my thing, is that that's his servant leadership. He came to serve. So he's serving me, and complaining about me wasn't part of that. So he just continued to serve me, his family, his work. <clears throat> he's done it with patience for decades. For decades, he's been in his body, serving, looking, seeking, and nobody has been directing that. And not that they should. I mean, he's, he's a, a young man now, but maybe we should, right? Maybe we should give those drops. Remember earlier I said I see texts. I see texts for him that I'm going to share with him. Here's one of them. I'm going to share with him what an amazing, ah, what an amazing man he is. And he's just waited. He's waited patiently. He hasn't even known it's what he's been doing is waiting. And I don't know if it's true. But maybe he's just been waiting for the direction. He doesn't squawk. He doesn't openly complain. You know, he doesn't rant and scream. I mean, we've had our issues with him, but it's never been where he just stood there and yelled at us. He's always been running, running, you know, and it still goes back to that birthing experience. He's been running and um, he's never stood there and screamed. He just has silently, his soul has been waiting. Something inside him has kept him patient. So now I understand and I'm sharing with you that now I understand what I need to pray for now in his ability to be counseled um, with this truth and that's the other thing is that when you, when I, when we learn a truth, there's a responsibility that comes with it. And I need to find out if I have a call in that. So when, when we get these ahas, these revelations, these visions of things, there's a responsibility that comes with that. And what are we going to do with it? We got to find that out. Am I to say something? Am I to speak up? How do I react and call um, and answer that call? And today compared to, you know, years ago, and I know that I have a responsibility in that. And I know part of it is going to be, and it, it's coming to my heart that we have this family, family text thread with the kids, five of the kids. And, and I see myself texting them and saying, and kind of just sharing what I know about him and what I've learned about him. And I know that it's a way for them to see, hey, mom, mom is kind of letting us know, letting us know who he is. And, and whatever else, you know, 
God and Heavenly Father have planned for that text. But that's what I see happening. So, uh, what a morning. These are mornings that I am so grateful for. I'm so... I feel like I've been well-served, well-taught, well-counseled. And that is one of the beautiful things that happens in these five-minute prayers is that it changes us. It changed me. It changes me every time. I've been doing this for a long time, and it still changes me. What a gift because it levels up my spirit for the day. It levels up my endurance, my energy. My It just changes so many things. I just wanted to share that with a listening audience and those who get this, those who are trying. May you be well. May you be blessed. May you get answers. May this um, podcast be sharing enough sufficient so that you walk with through my journey with me, that it, it serves you too. Be blessed. Have a great day. Thank you.